Hello, my name is Saunders, and you are listening to the Children of Blood and Bone podcast. Hello, uh, welcome back everyone. My name is Saunders, and we are back at it again with the Children of Blood and Bone podcast. So let's get straight into it. So now we're in chapter 60. Zane has just witnessed his sister kiss Enon, and he is furious. So he grabs his stuff and he attempts to leave. He just wants to leave because apparently he thinks since Sheila knows what she's doing, he doesn't need him. But as Amari tries to convince Zane to stay, she sees something. She sees King Saran's men. The soldiers are coming towards the camp. Now, the soldiers are now at the camp, and Zul and Zoo comes out and tries to de-escalate, but immediately, Zoo is killed by an arrow shot by one of King Saran's men, and after that, all mayhem breaks loose. Everyone in the camp gets hurt or slaughtered. Kwame goes out fighting. Since he's a burner, he uses his burner magic to kill some of the guards before he burns to death. And also in the process, Zila gets captured. So, now, uh, Amari and Eden are going to get help to save Zila. Now, in chapter 63, Zila comes face-to-face with King Saran. Zila is now being, is chained, is being, is now chained. It is now in a terrible situation. So, in chapter 64, Zila pretty much gets tortured, this chapter, and it's horrific and disgusting. But the worst part of it all is uh, Zila gets the word maggot carved in the back of her, which is pretty horrible. King Saran said, and I quote, I need to remind you what you are. So, he decides to carve maggot into the back of Zila's back. So Amara and Enid go to a bar called the Tajo to get help to save Zila. But the people are skeptical when Amari tells them they're gonna bring magic back. But they don't they and they try to take her out, not to like dismiss her, but they're scared. So in chapter sixty six now, um Enon learns truly how much his father cares little about the Maji. He didn't he felt no empathy after the massacre at the camp. And even worst of all, he wants Enon to kill Amare. So now in 67 through 70 gets pretty intense. So in 67, Enon comes to rescue Zila, but he gets some help from Amare and Enon as they busted into the prison to save them. Enon chooses to stay behind to help from the inside. But also, as Zila has been knocked out, she wakes up, and the worst thing has happened. The solstice has ended, which means their opportunity to bring magic back seems to be over. So after Zila realizes they missed the solstice, she decides for her and the rest of the group with them, they have to go to Jimeta, which is get some objection from Zane. But she says emphatically in page 459, quote, They cut maggot into my back, end quote, I hiss. We're going. I don't care what it takes. I won't let them win. So this shows that Zila is willing to do anything at this point to get magic back, even going to a dangerous place like Jementa. 
So in chapter 72, Zila comes face to face with a familiar face, uh, Rowan, who was the pickpocket from the camp. And Zila tells them about what they're do- trying to do, and, she did- and Rowan and the rest of his crew kind of laughs at her. But Zila, but Zila promises that this is God's will for him to help them, so he decides to help them. So, Rowan and his group take them on their way to Jamenta for the solstice. So, in chapter 74, Enid has a moment with his father after getting ready for battle. And King Saran goes into detail, kind of about his past. Like, on page 475, he says, uh, There is a referendum going for the monarchy, a proposal that would integrate leaders of the ten Maji clans into the ability of our royal courts. It was my father's dream to unify the Koreans in the Maji, building a ratio like history had never seen. So we can see that King Saran was was uh, sincere and wanted to actually help the Maji, but after the incident would happen, he just, he went he went for one eighty against that idea. And yeah, and that's pretty much what we read this week, and that was pretty interesting. So after this event-fueled chapters of the book, I noticed some pretty major things that have happened. First, uh, some writing choices I noticed is the way that Tommy Manny was writing, she was writing out of the perspective of defeat, uh, especially during the camp massacre through Zila. She sounded defeated for it all throughout until chapter 75. She just sounded defeated and tired of it. Because that's how she was acting after getting, watching many of her fellow uh, diviners get murdered and also getting captured by King Saran, getting tarred maggot in the back. So, the way she, uh, Tommy Manny wrote about Zila, she sounded defeated. That's what I thought. That's a major character development that I noticed uh, has to be probably. King Saran, and I I know it sounds crazy, but the reason was because we finally get to see the type of person he is. We didn't really know about him, but we know that he truly is a, a scary person. Also, we know where he's coming from, kind of, after we learned about his first wife, what happened, and why he wants to destroy magic so much. So the conflict that I'm definitely seeing here uh, definitely has to be Enon and, and uh, King Saran. Now that Enon is staying behind the scenes, he can probably assist uh, Amare, Zane, and Zila in the group, or he can turn on them. So we'll wait and see. And and one theme that I see that I've loved so far is probably self doubt. Anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this today's episode of Children of Blood and Bone podcast. I hope to see you next week, which will be our final episode. Uh, So anyway, goodbye, and I'll see you all next week.